thing i love doing is i love catching barry when he's right getting a sip of wine and we we start the <laughs> podcast yeah because this is barry morgenstein yeah exactly it's protector season four episode i think we're on episode 28 of season four and i've really been looking forward to this one and why is because barry is one if not the most prolific and probably one of the best masters of taking a headshot because he made me look good. And if anybody can make me look good, I don't even know, man. It's it's incredible. Barry, welcome to the show, brother. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And you look great. You're very photogenic. So oh, thank you. <laughs> made my thank job you. easy. Yeah, exactly. From from my head up, you know, from my shoulders up. I think we'll do that. You know, there's a lot that goes into your job, and it's yeah, there's a lot that goes into headshots. It's not as easy as people think, believe me. When I first started doing the podcast when I first started getting into this whole world of media and everything, I thought, Hey, you know what? I'll just take a nice selfie with my, my phone. It'll look good. Or I'll get someone to take a picture of me with, with the camera and a little 35 millimeter, a little digital cameras. I'm not saying 35 millimeter. I'm not going to date myself that much, <laughs> but I really thought that's all you had to do, but it is absolutely not. It is absolutely not. If you want to get beyond, you know, the entry level, of being in this business into this game, you really do need a good headshot. And hence, that's why I reached out to Barry a while ago. Barry, where did this start? Where did this photography start? Because you've been around legends for decades. So let's let's talk about young Barry with that yeah. first camera. Well, you know, when I, when I was in my teens, I really didn't have an interest in photography. Didn't really come to my early 20s. I was heavily into music. I played guitar in a band. Realized I wasn't going to get anywhere as a guitarist. I wasn't that talented. But uh, all my friends were musicians, and I had a girlfriend at the time who was a lead singer in my band, and I just kind of picked up a camera, and I started photographing her, photographing my buddies who were musicians. I realized, you know what? Because of my love for music, I, I realized I had an eye to capture these people. So, uh, yeah, I, I kind of became basically a rock and roll photographer for a while. And, uh, you know, it just, just came natural because of my love for music. And then that kind of led me to the headshots. That's when I really found my uh, specialty, I guess, was with the headshots. So now, there's a lot more. Yeah, I just, my, started with the music photography, though. And But there's a lot more than just picking up a camera and taking a shot. There's lighting. There's everything else. Yeah, no, it. you certainly, you know, it's it's trial and error. You know, I worked for a big rock and roll photographer in New York. As an assistant, I watched him. Uh, he let me use his studio, too. And, you know, that's how you learn is by practicing, by, you know, maybe already looking up, looking at other photographers and magazines and books and trying to copy their style and, figure well, how did they get that look that dramatic lighting or, or this lighting or whatever and then you kind of try to copy it but then you get your own style hopefully that, that's the goal and i know that's one thing i really wanted to ask you about is having a mentor and having someone who you could look up to that kind of has a style that you're gonna go down that road right and like in the 70s this must have been it's film so this isn't right. just as easy as like shooting dsl dslr and then all of a sudden you're just editing on the spot right. this is like you only have a finite amount of film and you only have a finite amount of time Right. especially in rock scenarios. So let's talk about what was it like being behind the scenes and getting some of these amazing shots? Well, the concerts were really, that was difficult. And the thing is, like you said, with film, it's not like you could look down at the camera now and say, okay, that looks good. You know, you're going to, you're surprised. You're just hoping this is going to come out when you get the film three days later from the lab. 
but you know, stage lighting is definitely not as easy as some people may think. That's very tricky. Light, so if you're shooting what they call available light, not the flash, you're trying to capture the mood of the lighting, but it's always changing, and you so you have to change your aperture, the uh, settings on the camera as you're shooting. You maybe have to guess, or just you're shooting faster. Maybe you only have, maybe they only gave you a few songs to shoot to at the beginning of the concert, then you're out of there. So you got to. It was pressure. You know, it's hard, hard to capture it. How did you get access to all this? I mean, I mean, you're in the rock world. You're in New York. Yeah, I, you know, I made contacts through this. I, I worked for my boss for two years. I made contacts through him. I met people from record companies, from magazines, and he used to shoot, send me out for photo shoots because he started an agency. So basically, I started shooting, meeting people. And when I left him after two years, I I had my contacts and uh, just started getting jobs for magazines, record companies, and uh, yeah. It was always in the photo pit shooting, which is an experience. I can imagine. I yeah. uh, I just went to Tool over the week uh, last week, man. What an incredible experience. Yeah. And I could just imagine being like behind the scenes at one of those shows and taking shots and all that. Yeah, meeting some really cool people. And you know, I definitely have some stories. People have been trying to push me into doing a book, a tabletop book with my music photos. So I'm thinking about that. No, there is no thinking. There is doing. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. You have to do it. Come on, Barry. Yeah, no, I Every, just got to find yeah. the right publishers and who wants yep. to do it for me, the right agent. So, yeah, I'm going to work on it for sure. Well, if we know anything from the Protectors podcast is we have access to a million different publishers out there. So Simon & Schuster, HarperCollins, all you guys out there, if you were listening to this or your publicists are listening to this or they have contacts with agents, these are the kind of books that I want to see. Yeah. You know, sure I, my, my phone number, my shirt. I didn't think of that. Yeah, we'll, we'll believe me. We'll have all the, uh, the links <laughs> yeah, to you. Great. And everything that'd be, that'd be you're easy to find too. Yeah. What, you know, when you had this access, when you first started getting behind the scenes, you're a young guy, what artists really kind of like caught you? Like, wow, that is a rock star. Well, that's easy. When I uh, saw met Paul McCartney for me being a big Beatles fan, I'll, you know, just basically, it was a backstage at the at Madison Square Garden, and he kind of came walking in the room. It's kind of a funny story. I don't know what I can say on on the podcast, but he's like, you know, he's coming towards me, and I just, I look, just looked at him and said, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I just looked him right in the face. That's all I can come up with. It's like, you know, there's a freaking Beatles standing in front of me. So, you know, for me, a big Beatles fan, that was pretty enormous. And he, you know, he kind of read my lips and had a smirk, like, you know, okay, I deal with this every day. <laughs> and then so, so that was pretty, uh, that was pretty wild. Yeah, that must have like held on to you, though. And you said, you know what? When you're photographing those people, and that's what a picture book really does come into an effect, is you're documenting history. Right. Nowadays, everybody has a, an iPhone, a digital camera. They're taking pictures of every, a thousand million pictures of every concert, unless it's tool where they ban you from using phones. But anyway, right. but, but back then, not so many people had access to be behind the scenes and take those pictures. So, yes, I think uh, a picture book or a photographic legend book would be awesome, man. Yeah, they basically – they wouldn't let anybody – unless you had a one of those photo passes, they wouldn't let you in the stadium or the theater with a camera. They'd frisk you before you walk in. So so it's not like you can whip out your phone. You know, you just had to have, you had to have a big, big, bulky camera, and you couldn't get in unless you were working for somebody and had a, a backstage photo pass. Now, were you bringing backup cameras back then, or you just like, hey, you yeah. know what, I got one? I would have to, no, I would have like two in case one died. You always, you always have to have a backup for no matter what kind of shoot. I have them now in the studio in case in the middle of my shoot something dies. Oh, uh, yeah. I have one camera. So how did you transition into the headshots? 
you know, I started from the music. I, I kind of had it in my head maybe I would be like a fashion photographer. It would be a cool thing shooting models. You know, it was like <laughs> I kind of got over that quick. I, I don't think I would have fit into the fashion world, but I was good at shooting people and beauty and making people look good and uh, portraits, I guess. And then somebody introduced me. Hey, he said, hey, you know, you should contact the soap opera magazine because they're there. That's when soap operas in New York were big and the actors. And I did. And they hired me on the spot almost. And turned out the actors from the soap operas in New York started asking for me and requesting me. And I was realized, you know, I'm good. I, people are comfortable around me and I, I knew how to light them. And then I just kind of built into the headshot that became my thing that I really just knew how to capture. That's my my favorite place to be in the studio capturing people. This episode brought to you by Big Tech's Ordinance. Head over to BigTechsOrdinance.com. Here's why I love Big Tech's Ordinance. If I need a part for my Glock, my AR, my anything, I hit them up. I check out their inventory. It's live. If it's showing up on their website, that means it is there. So check out Big Tech's Ordinance for hassle-free customer service, hassle-free experience. They are all about the customer. If something goes wrong, contact them, and they will take care of it. And if they can't, they will issue a full refund. Check out BigTechsOrdinance.com. And you do a hell of a job. And there's a lot. Let's talk into what goes behind the scenes of a headshot. Like, I didn't realize when I went there that I would actually be getting made up with makeup and all that. You know, yeah. I was used to that from being into the studios for like, you know, some of the media and stuff like that, but not for headshots. And there's a whole style about it. It's not just, hey, you know, throw a little foundation on it, go throw a tie on, get in front of the camera. Let's talk about that. What, when you're setting up for a weekend, you're setting up way ahead of time. Like you have one coming up uh, pretty soon. Where's the next one up? It's a, we, we come back to the Virginia, D.C. Well, it's basically Alexandria, Virginia. And yeah. we come there three times a year. You know, and I have a lot of following down there. So we sell out almost every weekend. Again, three times a year. I'm back. Uh, it's always on a weekend. So it's Saturday, April 30th and May 1st. I'm coming back. So, yeah, it's, a you know, the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. There's a lot of actors. There's a lot of news people, which is part of my specialty political people, uh, corporate people. So, you know, so it's a fun weekend. We have, I have my whole staff down there, but my great assistant down there, uh, Reza, I got my makeup team down there. Um, we have a great studio that we use and it's a fun weekend. You know, we've got music playing, we have food, we have drinks flowing. You know, it's, it's a fun time. It's not just, you know, they get people get, get great headshots, but I think they have a great experience. Um, you know, we, we take behind the scenes videos, interview people, so it's just a fun event kind of. So, uh, yeah, but it's a lot of preparation. It's, you know, it's, you know, you have to make sure they're bringing the right clothes. You have to make sure they're prepared. Um, I do more instead of preparing in advance, I'll wait till the client gets there. And I think that's one of my specialty is making them feel comfortable. I've had people say to you, say to me, well, what's your process? And I'm like, just show up, you know, you'll be good. <laughs> it's like, I just, it's about me making people feel comfortable and just uh, relax. And uh, I think once they see the photos, the you know, the, I usually I'll do two or three photos. I'll turn around, and show it to them. They'll say they feel comfortable because they know they look good. So, so isn't that the greatest thing about digital now? I mean, can you imagine oh. trying to do headshots back in the day? Oh, I remember because I would. Yeah, back I then, then it was black and white, so I would shoot the film. I would have to walk like fifteen blocks in New York to drop it off at the lab. Come back three days later, pick up the contact sheets. The client would have to come back in, sit down, and go over them with me. Then order eight by ten. So yeah, no, I don't miss that at all. Now, and you know, one thing. If so, here's here's my idea. If someone really wants to invest in their career, 
And I just want to tell everybody right up front, Barry's not paying me for this. We're, we don't have, we're not exchanging any money and nothing's going on to this interview. But I've noticed like for, I've used your pictures for so many different speaker events. Like I, I came in with a suit with different ties. I came in right. with a black shirt. Um, I came in with different outfits. So when Barry takes, shoots you, not with a gun, when Barry <laughs> shoots you, you can actually use those for a lot of different things. My podcast right. cover, my um, my media packet, my speaker hub, everything. So if you are in the podcast world and you're in any world, you are a, now a brand and your face is part of your brand. That's what people are going to recognize. They're going to recognize your picture and having that professional picture and spending the money to do it, which is not a huge investment. Do it. And let's talk about some of your clients you've had and, and where your photos have showed up when it comes to marketing. Well, it's a pretty wide variety. I, I am lucky. You know, I, I start off with the musicians. I have a lot of actors. I think I made my my name in um, a lot with the political and news world. I do a lot of newscasters. So I have a lot of high-profile people that I've done. I just did the whole crew, the whole staff for uh, Newsmax uh, TV. So I did all their anchors. I did a day in D.C., and I did two days in New York City, and I, so I did all their anchors. And, you know, I've done other news uh, broadcasts in New York, and I've seen – my photos on bus billboards, so it's kind of cool, like driving around New York, and I'll get stuck at a stoplight, and I'll be there's a bus in front of me, and I'll see my my photos right in front of me. So that's that's a nice experience, you know. So uh, yeah, so it's all kind of I have doctors, I have attorneys, I have business people coming to me. So it's pretty much these days a lot of people need headshots for like you said for speaking engagements for mm -hmm. websites. Uh, yeah, Tonto media. on there. I'm looking at your website right now, and yeah, yeah. like Tonto on there. You have yeah, all sorts of. Chris's What's that? Birthday. It's Chris's birthday today. Oh yeah, happy birthday, we'll Chris! Shout out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no, and I, well, you know, I shoot. I do. I have also have a name that I, I always give veterans discounts. Uh, Gold Star families, I do not charge. Oh wow, I didn't know so, that. Uh, um, so I'm very supportive of the military. So I, a lot of them come to me because a lot of them turn out to be speakers or like Chris, uh, and a lot of others uh, who, who do TV appearances or just do speaking engagements. So they need photos too. So I always give veterans a, a discount. Yeah, I really like to see. So there's a lot of Gold Star families out there right now that are getting into the spotlight to kind of share right. their stories. And that's having you support them is a really a big thing. And you're very, very supportive of the veteran community. Absolutely. Um, a lot of your posts, yeah. a lot of everything you do in social media does support the veteran community and law enforcement. And law enforcement. I really appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It means, it means a lot to me. Well, we appreciate the support, believe me. Oh, sure. So what's next? We're gonna do a book. You're gonna do the book. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna promote the hell out of that book. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'll some books when I do that. I hope hopefully soon I'm gonna get to get started on putting that together. I know it's gonna be a lot of work, but it's gonna be worth it. Um, yeah. but the other thing, you have some really cool t shirts on your site, man. How are the t shirt sales going? Those like Stevie good. Ray Vaughn, Sting, yeah, all sorts of really cool. That's what you know, the I don't shoot the music stuff anymore, but I have a pretty cool library. So what I do is I sell them on T-shirts on the website and also frame photos, um, which uh, this probably it's on the website and you see them displayed in my studio too. So I have some great, yeah, some great legends: BB King, Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, you know, Robert Plant, and Michael Jackson. You know, the list goes on that I and a lot of them are available on T-shirts on, on the website too. So yeah, I'm just kind of getting started with that. So hopefully that'll pick up. I think it will, man. But it's this marketing, man. I'm telling people right now, headshots are like. Uh, I cannot explain the importance of a headshot. 
Yeah, especially if it's a good one, then, uh, you know. Now, are you going to be traveling around? You do a lot in New York, uh, Northern Virginia. Where else can everybody find you? Well, for a while, I was doing a, once a year, I would go to Nashville. And I kind of, I haven't been there since the whole COVID thing, but I'm hoping possibly to get back there. I'm going there on vacation soon, but I, I maybe want to start up shooting again because I love that area. I love Nashville. And I love the people there. And uh, so I've had some great clients there also. So uh, big shout out to Michael Broderick. He's out there now. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, a lot of people are moving there, actually. Yeah, there's a ton of people out there. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I travel. I, I um, went out to Maine. I was flown out from for by Tucker Carlson, so that was kind of cool to do his publicity photos for him. Oh, yeah. So that was nice. Um, you know, I've been to Georgia in the past uh, couple months, so people fly me out. But my steady places are really like the – that's my big thing is Virginia, D.C. area, right? We go three times a year. Well, Barry, I'm really looking forward to seeing you next time you come out. Yeah. Um, I'm Look definitely up for it. Yeah, it's been about two years since I had headshots. So I think it's about yeah. time I, I come back and, well, and get love some to have you back. Love to have you back for sure. Anything else you want to talk about? Can't just let you go. What's, uh, <laughs> tell me your biggest, who is, uh, someone you'd really want to take their picture living someone, living. you know, top of my list. Cause I tell people, when I started, it was like such an exciting, cool thing to meet rock stars and actors. As you know, and it still is, I guess. But it's, but over time, due to my support of the military and law enforcement, for me, like meeting heroes is, is the best thing. If I meet a Navy SEAL or, you know, Medal of Honor recipient. That's like that's the best, you know. Um, so you know, I think right now, top of my list, one of the people would be Rob O'Neill. Okay. I've been trying to get him. I know like people have been putting, I've been putting feelers out. I said, just get him in my studio. I love to photograph Rob O'Neill or, you know, somebody like, or any, or Medal of Honor recipient. I'd love to, love the photograph. Oh, that'd be awesome. So, yeah, I'd those, love those, to see the medal. That's, that's on my, you know, the big, the big gets that I'd like to really get into the studio. I think we're going to make it happen. So everybody yeah. out there, you know, any Medal of Honor recipients are Rob O'Neill. Yeah. Or anybody like that, and get yeah, you know, Marcus Luttrell is another one I'd love to get. You yeah. know, heroes like that I love that are in the. Let's get some know. army guys. Come on, yeah. Barry. We yeah. got to get some army guys out there. So yeah. let's talk about some army heroes. And, <laughs> and uh, I have a pretty good on the website. You can see there's a section uh, that's all veterans. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, some really good stuff. Yeah, I just love love photographing them. Yeah. I, I better take a look and see if my picture's on that veteran site because I don't <laughs> think it has been. I'm going to watch you. I think, you know what? I think you're under promos because you're, oh, you're a show yeah, okay, I should actually. No, you you should. Our shots are amazing. <laughs> you do need to be under veterans. I really need updated. So I love these shots. Take care of that one. Um, the, my my daughter calls it, or not my daughter. Someone called it like the cheesecake photo because you had me like showing the tattoos and stuff. I'm like, yeah, man, <laughs> that's tattoos. A great I love them. That's as soon my as you sat shot. down and I saw that tattoo, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do the headshots, but we're gonna get some shots with, with the tattoo. That could yeah, pass man. Up. That's a cool I'm looking look. forward to the next time. Well, yeah. brother, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate it. And everybody. Well, make sure you check out uh, Barry's website. You check out his schedule and see where he's going to be. Follow him on social media because he's always posting his schedule and where he's going to be. You yeah. do want to sign up in advance and you do want to do it. Well, I appreciate that, Jason. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on the show.